All right, welcome back to the big program. The Duke with a little BA, but now I don't even. What time is it, Duke? I'm I'm off. I'm off kilter. No rules on Friday, oh, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's you're fair. We're fair with that. It's stick. It's stick and move on Friday, and uh, okay. yeah, as you mentioned earlier, feel good Friday. I think everybody could use it uh, after the week of Oilers hockey that we've had heading into the. Uh, Supposed to be a pretty decent weekend weather-wise, but it is still even like Stephen for Sunday, right? Winter, uh, winter kind of on the horizon, mm-hmm. but yeah, it looks like it's going to be nice for the the game on Sunday. But whatever our listeners need to help put them in a better yes. mood to roll into the weekend, just uh, drop us a text with a song that puts you in a good mood. I thought it was six or seven for Halloween. Plus six or seven. Really? Is that correct? I, well, I'll be honest. I'm not, uh, since I've left my uh, farming days behind me, I'm not uh, checking the forecast every morning anymore. I can, it is what it is when I wake up and drive here in the dark, and pretty soon it's going to be dark when I drive home still too. So It's going to be tough for sure. Um, you can't tell. I, I just go outside. I look at the sun. I can tell what time it is. I tell. I can feel the, the barometric pressure in my bones. In my. I feel, I can tell. I'll go six or seven for... For Halloween. That's your prediction. Yeah, okay. plus six. My, the only, I, I'm not quite as in touch with the earth as you are in that regard, but usually if it's going to rain or a storm or something, more so in the summertime, um, due to a couple different injuries I've sustained, I can feel it, uh, you know, they always say, oh, I feel it in my old knee. Yes. But mine's more so in uh, my maimed finger that uh, <laughs> the pork sausage that, finger that, well the, the porkiest of sausage fingers the one I almost removed with a post pounder it uh, it'll start uh, tingling up pretty good usually if something's uh, something's a brewing on the storm front is that the worst injury you had in, a, in like a farming accident yeah that one was pretty because that one required some uh, some reconstructive surgery and some skin grafts and stuff but uh, the I obviously wasn't close to, like dying or anything but like one time my dad uh kind of grabbed the wrong lever on the the wheel loader and dropped the grapple uh, right onto the top of my head, like the point of oh. the grapple fork. And it just like, I hard head, I guess, because it like, it pierced the skin and like was bleeding and stuff. But I mean, no concussion that, that, that goes the wrong way. And that's a, uh, that's a pretty bad uh, farm. Well, yeah, accident, it's so. not an accident. I, cer- I certainly didn't have my hard hat on with all my proper PPE, but uh, yeah, I've, I've, I, I had a very big propensity for hitting my head off things, smashing it off the uh, top of trailer door frames, whatever um, you name it. I did it. So. Well, you got to be a little more aware of your situation, Duke. That's what my dad always said to me too, but <laughs> I remind him he's the one that pressed the lever on the grapple fork to drop it on the top of my head. That one was not my fault. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, it's uh, some people are just a little more accident prone. I, I'm probably one of them. Uh, Rob has texted in for a song request. We're not going to say what it is, but it's yeah, probably... We'll, we'll get it in the mix. It's probably what Oilers fans feel today, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Rob. Uh, so we were talking about practical jokes uh, before the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, send them in to us if you've got one that we can, you know, a, a team one, something that maybe happened in a team or whatever. Uh, I don't really get this one. This one comes uh, in. It says, telling the rookie to go ask the coach for the steel stretcher is a classic. I'm not exactly sure where that one uh, comes, but maybe that guy, whoever texted that, man, put your name to it, please, um, can expand on that. Jordan says, remember when Calamari or Camilleri, you know what, that's another one. I, I, I used to say, I used to call Mike Camilleri the dyslexic squid. <laughs> And then I was told I can't say that on the air anymore, So, but I just did one more time. Uh, remember when Mike Camilleri came on for pregame skate with no blades at Rexall. Uh, I don't know if that was a joke. Maybe it was just the... That might have been a little bit more of a whoopsie. Equipment, equipment whoopsie. failure. Yeah. Equipment failure. 
Quite a few uh, texts still with the Oilers and their uh, disappointing start to the season at 1-5-1. and one. Braden says, uh, I'm shocked the Oilers haven't called up uh, Peterson and Lavoie. They were both scoring in the preseason. Send down Ernie and Ryan. Both of them look slow and out of place. Uh, I agree with Frank Saravalli. This comes from Serpico. Too many similar guys. Uh, need to move McLeod. Bring in a hard to play 3C, 4C. Move Nuge to 3C. Set up the pairs on the top line. Set up pairs in the top lines and three lines. Uh, stop dressing 7D men. Trade Broberg or DeHarnay or Pressbox, one of them. Play 12 and 6. That comes from Serpico. Uh, the Steel Stretcher. Okay. Well, Steel doesn't stretch. Okay. Well, I kind of got that, but. You know, this was my this his explanation here, and it came from Crotch. Crotch, great, great name for the text line. Um, this was my best guess. It's kind of just a uh, setting the rookie up for, uh, for failure, basically with the boss or the coach, and saying, uh, yeah, you go ask him, ask him a question, and then you say, oh yeah, d- do this or do that, and try and get the rookie to believe it's par for the course and normal, and then the coach looks at him like he uh, doesn't have any brain cells in his head, and so that's the the gist <laughs> of this one. But I had not heard the. The steel stretcher, and I think we are reading it like stretchers and something you use to get somebody off. The, yeah, uh, that's what yeah, I was but reading. Stretcher here, obviously, more as a like a skate stretcher or a okay. um, you know something well, along those lines. Thanks, Crotch. Uh, let's elevate your game by Ram elevators and lifts. Elevate your game. It's uh, you know what we've been doing it for about a month now. We've kind of branched off in certain areas with either a player. We've used stats. We've used various uh, components uh, to. Uh, kind of relay elevating your game uh ram elevators and lifts it's a forbes best rated residential elevators manufactured right here in edmonton visit trustram.com for more information actually went uh, to the uh, factory where they make the lifts i was in there Uh, it's pretty neat in there to see all the stuff that they got uh, going on so while two guys have definitely elevated their game were inducted into the oilers hall of fame yesterday charlie huddy and doug Waite. doug Waite. 588 uh, games played. It had 157 goals for the Oilers, 420 assists. Um, I, we had, uh, there were, basically the, the Oilers brought out the alumni, Kelly Buckberger was up there, Paul Coffey, things like that, and Kevin Lowe, and those guys sort of just, you know, they gave a funny story and things like that about, you know, their former teammates for just a quick bit. And then, uh, uh you know, then they had a couple other Q and A's from the, from everyone else. Then then Huddy and Wait went up and uh, again told a couple funny stories and Q and A. And then everyone broke off for one on ones and things like that. Uh, Doug Wait was sort of kind of pressed for a little bit of time because he was doing a lot of them and he had to get going. So I just had a quick little I don't know two or three minute conversation with Doug yesterday, and here is that. Doug, what's this uh, honor mean to you? Oh God. It's well, that's what it is. It's an honor, you know. It's it's special. I think since I've arrived, it feels more and more special with each passing moment. Starting to think of the names that uh, that are up in that ring of honor. I mean, that's you, you play to win. Um, you play because you love the game. But obviously, I'm 52 years old, and you kind of look back at your time, and this is something special. It's a great. Uh, the history, the others, the tradition to be a part of that for nine seasons and then to be recognized, it's really humbling and nice. Yeah. You had so many stops along your career. What made Edmonton special for you? Oh, the jersey, the city, uh, playing hockey in Canada for a kid that grows up loving the game, um, the tradition they've had, and then the guys I played with, you know, uh, 
we battled. We uh, we had a team that was coming off that the the 80s where they were probably the biggest dynasty in sports. And you know, I'm proud of how we competed and got some things done. So that was that was probably it. You touched on being that underdog in those series with Colorado and Dallas. Uh, just take us back to what that was like when you were playing those powerhouse teams. God, amazing, great challenge, right? Uh, the guys would get so up. I just remember everybody just playing out of their comfort zone and just giving it everything they had. And I remember. Uh, the losses as well as the wins but um, I knew I knew one thing when when we were shaking hands that team knew they played a, a tough series and, and uh, we were very proud of the way we battled and the atmosphere of the building in Edmonton there's just nothing like it is it the same for you and all the players seem to say this that you know they might not miss the, the game they miss their friends their teammates is that the same for yeah. you 100% I think that's why the, these days are so special right because uh, you get to see all the guys and it, it is what you miss uh and that's why we so many of us stay back in the game uh, because you you're still in a type of locker room in those behind closed doors, uh, whether you're building a team or uh, talking about trades or coaching or whatever you're doing. You're still having that camaraderie. So it, it's a special thing, especially in our sport. Um, your son playing in Colorado. Yeah. Only family member not being able to come here. Is that correct? My dad is uh little under the weather so he's not here as well but uh, everybody else is here i got my wife's family my family my sister uh my two daughters are here and obviously my wife so it's, it's gonna be fun be kind, of, what kind of uh, player is your son good really good skilled uh loves the game man uh i i didn't grow up as a father pushing him um and at about 10 or 11 years old i mean since then he trains everyday hockey eating sleeping cold tubs works on his shot uh, he just loves playing hockey. So uh, I love that, that he loves something that I love so much. Thanks for this honor. Well-deserved. Thanks, Doc. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, man. Danny Wade is playing at Colorado College uh, right now, and that's why he wasn't able to make uh, the ceremony last night. Um, he's be, uh, third year at Colorado College. He was a transfer from um, Boston College. So uh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree for sure. Uh, yesterday, you kind of saw the whole thing too with the the, the best friendship and the, the I mean Doug Wade, Bill Guerin, you know, even dating back to where before they were here in Edmonton. But man, those two guys are tight, and they are on the same page with so many things. Their sense of humor, the two of them are um, so equal in that sense. We we're talking about the gags, the jokes, things like that. Um, and I had a chance to talk to, to Billy Guerin about that yesterday. Here's Billy. Why do you think you and Doug had such a common bond and a breakable bond that probably will never be broken? Oh, you know what? It's it's uh, it's a great question. I, I mean, look, we just we just get along. Like we're just good friends, and we love each other. And yeah, it'll never be broken. But I think we 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 look at life. Uh, you know, the same way, and uh, we appreciate the same things, and, you know, that kind of spilled onto the ice. You know, we, we cared about each other as people and and, and players, and we, we tried to help each other all the time, and, um, you know, we, and we wanted to win. We wanted to win here, and, uh, you know, it just, it, it, it just built, you know, a kind of unbreakable bond. When you guys came here kind of almost at the, you know, end of the 90s and that's kind of when I first met you there was a, a different time in the city and when you guys kind of made it together your home for a few years here kind of just go back to what that was like at that period of time 
You know what? It was it was special. Um, you know, for for me, uh, you know, being from the East Coast, and you know, my wife being from the East Coast, we came out here, and you know, we were, you know, it separated us from from our you know from our family. So we were we had to make it work here, and you know, we kind of we got consumed in the community and and in the team and the Oilers and 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 really just kind of lived the life out here, and we really enjoyed it and. You know, it's one of those things that we look back on, and uh, I know the weights do as well. It's just some, some of the, the, you know, most precious years of our lives. Are you and Doug kind of known as practical jokers a little bit, good sense of humor, similar uh, thought process and a lot of things. Why do you think you kind of love that, that game within your teammates and maybe to each other as well? Because this is supposed to be fun. You know, it's a serious business Uh when you when you put your skates on and you you go out and you you know for practice or for for the games it, it is a business and you serious and you have to be serious but when you know look at it, it's it's a game and you know we're, we're we lived a, a charmed life of being a national hockey league player and an edmonton oiler and you gotta have fun you gotta live and you gotta smile and you gotta laugh if you were to sum up dougie wait in a sense or two what would it be Doug, dougie is uh dougie's the ultimate teammate and friend somebody that uh somebody that i could count on through thick and thin and um just always brings uh brings a smile to everybody's face and you know i, I love him that's bill Guerin, and uh now gm of the minnesota wild of course doug works in management with the san jose sharks and i'll tell you what bill Guerin, you talk about a gm going into a difficult situation in minnesota he comes into Minnesota, has to go look at the roster and go, hmm, well, let's buy out Zach Parise. Let's buy out Ryan Suter. $7.3 million apiece for the next two years. That's what the Minnesota Wild have to deal with. Cap space. Dead cap right off the hop. Almost $15 million between two guys. They get a reprieve in that in 2025 where it goes down to just under a million dollars for the two of them, actually 833000 between uh, each guy. But, I mean, he's playing behind the eight ball right off the hop here. Plus his number one defenseman, his captain, Jared Spurgeon, just goes on long-term injury, retroactive. So maybe they can make a do a little wiggle room there. That's like, that's $21 million right there. They're playing behind the eight ball. Charlie Huddy, also Oilers inducted into the Oilers Hall of Fame, the longtime Oilers defenseman, and, you know, one of the best all-time assistant coaches, really, for a decade here, Winnipeg, uh, you know, Dallas. He was around He was around for a lot of years. Uh, Charlie Huddy, <laughs> I mean, what can you say about his plus-minus? Doug Waite was kind of joking about it yesterday again. Doug, hey, I was at, I was at zero. I was at, at even on the first day of the, day of the season. That's as best as I got. Charlie was plus 62 one year, plus 245 for his Oilers career. Uh, played 694 games, 81 goals, 287 assists. Had a 20-goal season with Paul Coffey. Amazing. Um, I had this discussion with uh, Charlie Huddy yesterday. Charlie, what's this all mean to you? Uh, you know what? First thing, probably just a great honor, you know, to be able to be in be in with all those guys that are up there, you know, all those Hall of Famers and, you know, great teammates, great Oilers. Uh, just a real uh, a real thrill and uh, 
I don't know what else to say other than a great honor. You mentioned teammates, and you talked about that with Paul Coffey, the bond that you guys have. Uh, it's never going to be broken ever, but just kind of touch on that relationship that you've kind of fostered over the years when you first met. Yeah, you know what? We're, I mean, I was fortunate to be in the right place at the right time, you know, to be able to come in and, uh, you know, to be his partner. And I, th- I think it just... Uh, it's like so much of our team we're friends away from the rink you know like cough i was married and had a had a had a daughter and uh cough would come over you know we did a lot of stuff have him over for dinner and stuff and he'd hang out and then fall asleep on the couch and then end up leaving you know but i think just the 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 way we were with each other away from the rink and then we were roommates on the road obviously i think it really uh it really helped. I mean, we talked a little bit of hockey here and there, but just the bond that we had. And then when we got out on the ice, I think it just carried right out onto the ice. How much mileage do you guys get out of the uh, work in two corners front of the next yeah, story? Yeah. It's good because not everybody's heard it, so you just keep throwing it out there every once in a while. But uh, you know what? It, it, it was fun. I mean, it's a, it's a, that, that was a great thing, right? We had a lot of fun. You know, he was, he was joking, I think, but not really. But uh, anyways, it was. Uh, I think that's why. That's why it worked. What about sharing this honor with, you know, friends and family who helped get you to where you were and where you are now? Yeah, no, for sure. It's going to be. Uh, it'll be a special night. I got my son and his family came in from uh, from Minnesota. My daughter lives here in town. They'll be there. So, uh, you know what? It, it's it's a special night, and I'm. It's uh, it's a great honor to be able to share it with them. How's the granddaughter's hockey game? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're getting better. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) Thanks, Charlie. Uh, Well-deserved. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, that last little bit we were talking about about Charlie's uh, daughter came up to play in the War for the Roses, and that was the tournament that was held at West Edmonton Mall here uh, in the summer right after the Brick Invitational. So uh, remember we had Jason Chimera on Duke, and Duke was, uh, we were talking about uh, Chimmer with his team, coaching Team Alberta. Charlie's granddaughter was playing for Team Minnesota that came up, and, you know, Charlie was over the glass be, being a grandpa. You know, that's that's what it's all all about for sure. So a lot of memories last night. Look at a guy like Sean Brown. Enjoyed himself. Still made it to work. Punched the clock in. Got to be excited about that. Thanks for Brownie to, to come on at uh, 7.20. As he said, he was playing injured this morning. Uh, that was Elevate Your Game by Ram Elevators and Lifts. Manufacturing the safest elevators since 1987. Trust Ram.com. Uh, a lot of text coming in for practical jokes. We'll get to those right after the break, but uh, Pillman... Framer Johnny, Sean, uh, a couple other ones that, uh, so the steel or pipe stretcher joke is the one they use in welding shops, apparently. So did you, I I mean, I've probably heard it over the years, Duke. But I think we were just thrown off because we were on the, stretcher. Our, our mindset was on yeah. sports related things. And so then the first like stretcher, and it's, it's tough uh, because stretcher is usually not a good sign when it comes to yeah. sports and injuries. But so that's where our minds were, probably where we didn't make the connection. But I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never worked in a metal or welding shop before. And uh, I'll tell you, my dad, if I was helping uh, him do something or we we're working on something in the shop of the farm, there weren't many practical jokes getting played. It was usually uh, me being berated mm-hmm. uh, verbally to, uh, you know, why did I not bring the right size of wrench despite being told that was the size of wrench to bring or, or whatever the case. So, you know, it's funny how dads, when they're working with their sons, sometimes look at their sons then go on. How? You, you have no sniff. What's yeah. going on? Like, it was like that with my dad for years. I'm sure, like, as you said, your dad, too. 
Oh yeah, and, and, it's and just, my dad and I have a pretty—I like to think—a pretty good relationship, obviously. And we've had yeah. more than our fair share of disagreements over the years. But uh, yeah, there are times where you're like working on something together, and it, you just look at each other and like, what is like, what's going on here? Yeah. And both both sides can get pretty frustrated pretty quickly. I remember the one time with my dad years and years ago. You know, just even pounding a nail, pounding a nail, and he's like, "Is it windy out here or what?" Like. And I go, what do you mean, Wendy? Like, well, you're not hitting the nail, you know. So uh, we'll check in with some of your texts about practical jokes. Uh, if you got more, send them in. one 401 This is the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Stay with us. Does that get requested every Friday, Duke, or do you, do you just play that one? That's mine. Oh, that's your request. So that's, that's your favorite song? It's not my favorite oh, song, man. but if you're talking about songs to put you in a good mood, oh. it's Friday, well, not afternoon, it's only 9.30 in the morning, but we've been here a few hours already, so, and it, it just puts me in a good it mood. It does, huh? I There's got to be other songs that put you in a good mood, though. 100%, and we usually get as many of them uh, in the mix, depending. I like anybody that sends in a request, I like to get it played, but otherwise, uh, it's a good mix of uh, songs that I have either myself Mm-hmm. Um, put on the kind of the list of, of good mood ones or ones that have been sent in in the past or songs other people have told me over the course. Because here's something for you, Kev. Okay. During my time, both uh, at university and in uh, parties, uh, whatever the case, like I have often been entrusted with running <sighs> the music for these things. And it's because I have a wide taste in music. Uh, of course, I love my country stuff uh, down to the, the home roots there. But Rock music, pop music, some old stuff like our good friends, the the Culture Club at Karma Chameleon. Mm-hmm. I, I've got a wide range, and I can you know read the read the mood a little bit and play what's uh, what's best. In fact, there's been times where weddings I've attended, they don't actually even hire a DJ. If it's, kind of a, if it's a smaller affair, they say, "Here's mm-hmm. the uh, the aux cord. Plug in your phone and uh, and go nuts." So, would we be able to get a little Frank Sinatra on this morning? Well, I am limited to what's in the library. Well, it's got to be in there. <laughs> if Frank Sinatra's in the, not in the library here, we're in big trouble. I'll, uh, I'll check it out Check for it you. out. I'll, I'll do some deep So that's my here. request. I'll get uh, our- A little Frank Sinatra. I'll get our crack research team on it here. Well, that would be nice. Uh, lots of texts coming in to uh, 1-833-401-1440. HVAC uh, Terry says, uh, Morning, Kevin. Maybe the Oilers need to go on an old-fashioned bender. Uh, love when we have we have HVAC Terry, we have HVAC Nick. I think we've got another HVACer. That's awesome. Tipsy McStagger. <laughs> uh, Oilers have too many pretenders on the team. Players like McLeod that uh, skate around the perimeter, never win puck battles, never take it to the slot. The lineup is doomed. Tipsy McStagger. Um People forget from December of 2021, this is another texter, sorry, no uh, name on this one. Send your name in. That would be awesome. Uh, Please forget from December 2021 till January 2022, only two games out of 15 the Oilers won. Still went to the conference finals. We'll have to check that stat to make sure it is 100% correct. Rob, we're going to get to your song by REM later in the show. We talked about practical jokes with Eddie Steele about 45 minutes ago and some of the doozies that we came up with over the years and a lot coming in about the steel stretcher. Uh, The steel or pipe stretcher joke is the one they use in the welding shops. Okay, that came in. Pillman says, uh, 
Maybe if a skate blade is too thin to work, a metal stretcher would stretch it back to regular length. Ha ha. Uh, Framer Johnny's chimes in. Uh, so I'm in construction. Framer Johnny says, if a piece of lumber is too short, we would tell the rookie to go ask the boss for a board stretcher. Yes. Uh, Sean wants to know if we've ever watched the show Practical Jokers on Netflix. I don't think I have. I think I've seen, uh, you know, the title of it when you're flipping through the the channels. That would be kind of cool to watch. I'm sure they have some very well-versed and well-thought-out practical jokes. This comes in from Will the Thrill. In the prison where I used to work, the old cons would get the new kids to carry water to fill up the water fountain. I saw one kid do it for an hour before he caught on. Hmm. Uh, Dustin works in the oil field. We sent a summer student to look for the... (laughs) We sent a summer student to look for the fallopian tubes. Everyone he asked pointed him in a different direction to ask someone else until he asked our tool crib lady. We got a good laugh. He took it well. Now he's a full-time employee. Now that is a good one. That is a good joke. Thanks for that, uh, Dustin. Cool. Uh, back to the Oilers, and again, tons of text uh, coming in. Two Oilers, players, and Holland. Nobody wants to pay money to watch th- their team lose. Um, nobody will go to the games. They want this guy here. Send your name, please, too. Uh, they want changes as far as guys getting called up and sent down yada yada um that's coming in a lot uh cat dad says in the restaurant industry there's been a few ice mix for the ice machine uh it's what makes the ice hard uh, canned steam <laughs> for the espresso machine buckets of steam for the steam table <laughs> that's cool For KK, The Way You Look Tonight by Frank Sinatra. That's what's coming on. Who knows? Uh, Duke has left the building for a while, so it's a one-man show here. I might have to run the board, too. Uh, Paul, the chemical guy. Just have to start simplifying things, going to the net, staying at the net, maybe paying the price to get to that squeaky, ugly goal like Smitty did. That Paul, that comes from Paul, the chemical guy. Text at 1-833-401-1440. Coming up after the break, we will check in with Spencer Love from Love Pro Wrestling. Uh, I went to one of the events about a, not quite a year ago. It was a lot of fun. It was crazy. It's intimate. It was at the rec room uh, south side there on uh, like 99th and whatever it is, 17th, somewhere in there. I can't remember. Right in South Common. South Common, yes. But really cool to watch. The fans. I mean, the fans are going bananas. Have you ever seen the movie The Wrestler, Duke? Oh, tell me you've seen that one. Come on. The Wrestler? I've seen some wrestling movies. Uh, oh, Nacho Libre. Again, Duke. Uh, what's that The series on Netflix about the Glow, the female wrestlers? That was a great program. Uh, Allison uh, Brie, okay. lead actress, uh, about the, the lovely or the glamorous ladies of what's wrestling. That one? I think that's I, what Glow stands for. Glow? Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that was a really good series, actually. But no, The Wrestler, I have not seen that one, sorry. The Wrestler movie is about 15 years old. 
ballpark. Mickey Rourke was in it. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei, Duke. You like? Are you like George Costanza here or what? Uh, yeah. If you're talking Marissa Tomei, uh, Marissa Tomei, 100. percent Yes. My cousin Vinny. Yeah. What a what a great film. <laughs> and then she, more. You know she won an Oscar for that. She did. And uh, that's from that's from the line from Seinfeld. Yeah. And Marissa Tomei introduced herself to a whole new generation of uh, audiences, and particularly I think young men. Uh, she was in like the newest version of the Spider-Man movies with uh, with Tom Holland. She was the aunt. Which kind of hard to believe, uh, but I mean, she actually is that old, but she sure doesn't look it. Oh my goodness! So in the in the wrestler, uh, it's an aging wrestler, a guy that you know he went. Uh, this would be like how Stampede Wrestling was back in the day, going from small town to small town, broken down body. Uh, I I think Mickey Rourke might have won some I, I don't know if he won an oscar for that we'll have to check that out but he was it was one of the, a critically acclaimed movie how's that sound and uh marissa tomei's in it but one of the things in the movie is this so they're going through the their routine and there's this guy that had uh i think barbed wire or oh a staple gun that's what it was so he's stapling mickey rourke in the movie like just going up to him and stapling him and at, you know after the ra- after the match they're taking stuff out Mickey Rourke was nominated for an Oscar. There you go, Duke. Thanks, Rockford. I knew it was a great show. Um, JWO or Joe O. Maybe it's Joe O. I was asked to get smokeless welding rod back in my early working days. Totally fell for it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh Mickey Rourke, yeah, that comes from Rockford. Mickey Rourke was nominated for an Oscar. Maybe we'll, I mean, that's where some of these, I'm, I'm betting Love Pro Wrestling when we get Spencer Love on here right after the break. That's what he will discuss. This is basically the same kind of thing that you would see in this movie. Okay, Duke, can you watch one of these movies? One, Just one. Either I'm putting the wrestler up higher now than, but still behind the replacements. Where does it uh, come in compared to back to school? Okay, it's just top three. Let's just go. You can, whatever order, find them and watch them. I don't care. Just one out of the three this weekend. All right. You got I mean, time I, this weekend. Do I, Kevin? Well, do I? Yes, you do. I, uh, heading back to, because originally my plan was to go to the Golden Bears football game tomorrow. But, yeah. oh, you're out, you're out now. Well, no, Eddie and I are going. I'm head, well, yeah, you two will pigeon toss me out into the bleachers while you're in there rubbing shoulders with the bigwigs. Yeah. And yes. I, de- I, uh, I don't know if I necessarily fit in with the student section uh-huh. anymore. We'll find a spot for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the closest bleacher to the alumni lounge, likely. But uh, but no, I'm heading back to the farm, and then I got to Senior Outlaws game back in Delburn tomorrow night, the home opener. They're on the road tonight in You're Forestburg. You're playing? No, no, oh. I'm not playing. I, I do the, uh, the broadcast for the team. Um, a former player, I played one season to much acclaim. Really? I, I gained the nickname The Gravedigger. Come on, I don't believe any of this. Neither did I when uh, it first got told me. But uh, no, well, uh, I'm sure I'm sure there are some of uh, my former teammates or, uh, or Delburn folk listening. Send a text into Kevin to confirm that okay. uh, they, my nickname in senior senior A hockey or senior double A hockey, whatever you want to call it, was the Grave Digger. Okay, well, we're trying to be positive as well today, <laughs> and here's one from Terry. Finally, uh, people will still come to the games as Edmontonians. We love hockey and we love the Oilers. This team will turn it around. Thanks, Terry, because 
99% of our texts this morning have been uh, negative. We'll try to talk positive and some positive wrestling with Spencer Love from Love Pro Wrestling when we come back on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. 940 in Edmonton, Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440 as we welcome in Spencer Love from Love Pro Wrestling as we go in the community for United Sport and Cycle, a fourth-generation family-owned and operated business in the heart of Old Strathcona. United Cycle's been sporting hockey, supporting hockey in our community for over 95 years. Well, Spencer Love from Love Pro Wrestling, how are you today and what's on tap tonight at the rec room with Planet, Slam It, Janet? Well, a heck of a night of professional wrestling. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's kind of nice to be on the other side. My other job, I work for the uh, Sherwood Park Crusaders. Yes. I'm real familiar. Thanks for having Adam Surgery on, too. But, um, no, we're set for a really, really great night. We're close to selling out. This is our 20th event overall at the Rec Room, our ninth of the year. Um, It's our tribute to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Of course, it's Halloween time. So you got to play into the bit, but uh, yeah, just a great night of pro wrestling. I firmly believe that uh, there's really no form of entertainment quite like it. So it's going to be a heck of a night there at the Rec Room South Edmonton. You know, you're right. I don't know if there's anything like it, uh, as we guessed with Spencer Love from Love Pro Wrestling. So Spencer, uh, I did a story when I was at Global a few months back on Eli Surge. Is he on the card tonight? Yeah. So he was supposed to be on the card tonight. Obviously, I'm sure I don't have to tell you it's snowing out. Everybody yeah. can look outside. So um, he's not able to actually be there tonight, but he's wrestled for us a number of mm-hmm. times. Uh, the guy that we've got so much love for, I'm sure, obviously, you interviewing him previously. Uh, you know he's got a bit of an interesting character to him, and that's what <laughs> professional wrestling's all about, right? You get the athleticism, you get the drama, you get the, you know, the soap opera sort of aspect of it. It really has everything to it. So, uh, yeah, Eli, I'm sure I'm... Uh, preaching to the choir here and the fact that he's uh he fits right into pro wrestling yeah so let her you know just to tell our listeners a little bit about him because he's out of all your wrestlers i think i obviously i'm the most familiar with uh so he yeah. has you know he's handing out the tinfoil hats and about the birds and everything kind of just give us his uh, profile if you can the cryptid connoisseur yeah friends the alien aficionado eli surge <laughs> like yeah hit the nail on the head there kevin it's uh, very much a conspiracy theory gimmick in the, uh, you know, most positive sense of the word. I know that sort of gets a bit of a negative connotation, rightfully so in some ways. But, you know, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, cryptids, <laughs> all of that sort of stuff is, uh, again, something that I think fits right into what is, in the most positive of ways, the most ridiculous sport or the most ridiculous form of entertainment in the world. How, how did you kind of come up with this whole concept to put Love Pro Wrestling together? You know, it's odd that uh, United Cycle sponsored this because for me, it was mm-hmm. very much because of the Prairie Wrestling Alliance, one of the independent promotions out here that, uh, frankly, was a staple for the better part of 20 years and is a staple still here. So, um, quite literally, Kevin, I took a flyer. I was 18 years old. They had an event going on at the Century Casino. Um, and there's no hyperbole in saying that event changed my life. You know, even a lot of people on that card are 
uh, wrestling for us currently right now. Uh, a lot of great friends came out of that, but mostly just the love of not just pro wrestling, but, but the community that surrounds it. I'm really, really proud that not only do we put on excellent events, but um, we've really been able to foster a great community. There's 300 people in the rec room South Edmonton every month that um, is really just there for lack of a better way to put it, to, to pull the rope the same way and, and enjoy themselves, right? So uh, for me, quite literally, as soon as I saw professional wrestling for the first time, um, I knew I wanted to be involved, whether it's as a fan or anything like that. Um, the long story, as short as I can put it, is about 2017, I started writing for a website just covering the WWE. And uh, from there, it expanded into doing interviews with local wrestlers and then starting to get involved in commentary and <laughs> announcing. And uh, finally, this is actually our two-year anniversary month. We're uh, um, heading in. It was October 15th, 2021. And uh, we... Uh, um, <laughs> haven't looked back since, for lack of a better way. Spencer Love was with us on Sports 1440. Uh, we're going to have uh, Edmonton Oil Kings uh, head coach Luke Pearson at the top of the hour at 10. But Love Pro Wrestling is going to be doing kind of an event with the Oil Kings as well this year. So describe what that is all about and the genesis behind getting an event during an Oil Kings game. Yeah, it's uh, it's something we're very, very excited about, obviously. You know, it's very, very cool, and, and we're really privileged to run the rec room every month. But uh, Rogers Place is truly the, the biggest venue we pretty well got outside of Commonwealth Stadium, right? So um, huge shout-out to the Oil Kings. You know, again, through my work with the Crusaders, we formed a relationship with, with uh, Kevin Radomski, and uh, he was the one who reached out to us. Um, from there, we've just sort of... Uh, kept in contact and finally this year it played out that we were able to do this with the oil kings it's going to be very very cool uh love pro wrestling in the edmonton oil kings prevent the present excuse me the oil rumble uh, on january 21st it's going to be very very cool concept wise we're uh, not wrestling obviously during the game play but uh we're doing our matches during the intermission after warm-up and uh everything like that so you're really really going to get a great blast of hockey and uh pro wrestling Sounds cool. Uh, Spencer, love with this on Sports 1440. When I was down uh, doing the interview with uh, Eli Serge and uh, this Thaddeus uh, dude came up to me, Thaddeus Archer. <laughs> Thaddeus Archer the third. It could be his last night with Love Pro Wrestling. Okay. The match doesn't go his way oddly enough. <laughs> What's up with that? What's going on with our man Thaddeus here? Well, Thaddeus Archer the third, and then, of course, Judge Ben Omen, who is the manager of the Rads for Love Pro Wrestling. Uh, the two of them have had some issues, to put it real lightly. So over the last couple of months, two have feuded, they've brawled, they've uh, wreaked havoc, again, to uh, keep her PG here for the radio. Um, but the last month, it sort of finally hit ahead. Thaddeus and Ben were brawling in the crowd, and we made the decision that uh, the two of them, along with their stablemates, are going to be in a match tonight. It's actually going to be our opening contest there at 7 p.m. when uh, our opening bell hits. Uh, two of them are going to enter, and only one of them is going to remain with Love Pro Wrestling uh, in a managerial capacity after tonight. So uh, lots of love to the both of them. I try and keep as neutral as I can. Yeah. Uh, sometimes find that difficult in pro wrestling, but uh, oh, yeah. they're both great managers. Uh, I think whoever we end up losing, it's going to be, well, a loss. Um, but you sometimes got to uh, put the hammer down as the boss there, Kevin. I'm sure I'm again <laughs> preaching to the choir on that end. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's a very intimate setting in the rec room. So how many, how many does it seat? Because, and everyone's right on top of the ring. And the fans, I mean, they get into it, Spencer. 
That's exactly it. Um, so we fit 300. Like you said, we've got the floor seating there. Our VIP area is very, very cool. We've got it right there on the second tier like you would have seen when you came by the couple months ago. And then the balcony seating, which is really cool. You get a, a lot of different viewpoints for professional wrestling. And like you said, the, the fans get right into it. I'm really, really proud of the matches we put on. But, you know, we're, we're nowhere without the community. We're nowhere without the people who are spending their hard-earned money in a down economy coming to see us, right? So, you know, as cheesy as it sounds to say, the least we can do is, is do right by the people who are paying to come and mm-hmm. see us and put on one hell of a show. So, yeah, it's going to be an absolute blast tonight. If you got the opportunity, you know, there's always two tickets at the door for you, Kevin. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, I, this is something that I, you know, I mean, I was at the last one when we did this, the, the story uh, obviously with Eli Surge and things like that. But I was more, it was more of a work thing, you know what I mean? Uh, we had yeah. actually, I think uh, Eric Beck was our camera guy. We had a couple cameras set up. And, of course, then you've got the in-house broadcast as well, correct? Yes, you betcha. And that's one of the things where uh, we've really tried to push through our entire two-year existence is um, pro wrestling, for me, it needs to be easily accessible. There are hundreds of thousands of professional wrestlers out there, promotions across not just North America, but uh, throughout Europe, throughout the Far East. So if you want to earn some attention, and for us, Mm -hmm. it's really important to uh, bring some attention to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada in the best way we can. So to have an easily accessible broadcast, we stream every month. All of our events are live on twitch.tv backslash lovewrestlingca. Um, You can get it live. We've got Big Bad Boris, who by my belief is uh, the best commentator in Canada, uh, at the very least, if we're going to put a boundary on it. Um, And you get a high-quality product. For me, if you've got the opportunity to put that out there, you're going to earn opportunities for people like a Zoe Sager or a Michael Richard Blaze or a Mars the Specialist. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I could name pretty well everybody because these are people, you know, it's, again, cliche to say in a lot of ways, but um, you're really seeing the next generation of superstars, and I think that we bring some of the best professional wrestlers in Canada to Edmonton. I'm quite literally sitting here at the Edmonton International right now uh, waiting for our BC crew to get in today. Okay. Um, but we bring the best, and we want to make sure that that's shown not just uh, 300 people at the rack room, but you know, hundreds of thousands of people across the world, we can humbly say. It's Planet Slam It Janet tonight at uh, Love Pro Wrestling, as we guess with Spencer Love on Sports 1440. Uh, Eddie Steele's our co-host here, 7 to 9 on Friday, former Edmonton uh, double-year, green and golder, big guy. Yep. I mean, this is a guy <laughs> you got to be, you know, if I'm, if I'm Spencer Love, I'm picking up the phone and saying, Eddie, what are you doing tonight? I mean, I mean, this is a, could be a special guest appearance. I mean, he could he could just he could add to this card like you have no idea, Spencer. Well, I don't disagree. And the cool thing, over about the last eight months, we've partnered with. Uh, I mentioned Michael Richard Blaze there earlier. He's the trainer and the founder of the Clandestine Wrestling Society. So again, we've got the people who have trained for years and are currently mm-hmm. wrestling for us. But we're talking about the next next generation of stars. He's the guy doing it. He's the guy training them. And uh, if Eddie's looking to get in there and maybe <laughs> take or throw a suplex or two, I've got the guy who can teach him how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm being a little facetious here for sure. But um, how do you get your wrestlers? How how does someone go? You know what? I want to be a wrestler. I want to get into LPW. How, how, how do I get involved? How do I take that step? Again, it sort of depends on the level with a lot of people. You know, we do have a couple of people, uh, Wolfboy, Will Mantla, and Jared Rogers, that are directly, they started their training with the Clandestine Wrestling Society. They're now appearing on our shows. Um, a lot of the people from throughout Canada, 
Um, they've been wrestling for years. They've had a reputation. Every wrestler is an independent contractor, so I use the word easy very, very lightly, but um, it's easy to approach a lot of these people, say, hey, here's the opportunity. Would you like to wrestle this person? You know, whatever their, uh, whatever their flavor may be for wanting to come up to Edmonton, and you work from there. Um, again, most of the wrestlers, if not all of the wrestlers that we've dealt with are great human beings. That's fundamental for us is you're not just great at what you do, but you're a good person doing it. It's, uh, again, easy is not maybe the right word for it, but it's fairly simple to uh, approach people, say, do you want to come and wrestle in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada? Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer, love with us, also with Sherwood Park Crusaders. You've got to be ecstatic about the, the start to the season for the crew. Oh, man. You better believe it. It's been great, great, great to see. And a huge shout-out, of course, to Brennan and Adam and Ryan and the entire team on the hockey ops. And lots of love to me, but I handle the marketing because I was mm-hmm. about the worst hockey player you'll ever see. Um, but it, it's been really, really wonderful. Last year we were a young team. This year we're still the youngest team in the AJHL, but with a little bit of uh, experience under our belts, it's been uh, it's been really, really great. You know, I sure am uh, uh, not giving you any new information and in that we're really, really looking to uh, – Eclipse the heights that we hit there in 2019-20 when we were unfortunately shut down, and it's pretty cool to say that uh, I think we're really, really on our way there. Yeah, we've had Adam's surgery on a couple of times, and, you know, he's really good interview, and you have Brendan Menard as a head coach, and you had to make some changes to kind of get things going. What's been the um, – obstacles are the wrong word, but you know what? It's tough is, you know, trying to run a a junior A franchise. I mean, it is difficult. How how have you – try to kind of maybe use your expertise in marketing in wrestling to maybe lure or try to attract fans into attend junior hockey in Sherwood Park. You know, I think there's are uh, I think there are a lot of similarities. Again, when you're trying to earn attention from not just the best hockey players and the best junior hockey players in Edmonton or Alberta or Sherwood Park anymore, but hockey is an international game, and uh, when a lot of people, their only opportunity to advertise, the only opportunity to get out there is on the social media end of things or on maybe a, a lower budget end. Um, you've really got to be able to catch people's attention. You know, I don't need to tell you that the Edmonton mm-hmm. Oilers or the Calgary Flames or the Tampa Bay Lightning, whoever it may be, their social media teams are fantastic. And when you're scrolling through uh, the X timeline now, I guess, I suppose, mm-hmm. um, you've got to get people's attention because you get their attention for that split second. Maybe they become a Crusaders fan. And again, a lot of parallels with wrestling. I firmly believe if you come out and check out a crew game or a live pro wrestling event in Edmonton or the River Hawks or whatever live environment you've got for sports at a local level, um, it's some of the best entertainment out there. I have no doubt that if you come out to one game or one promotions event or whatever, you're, you're going to come to another. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully the, uh, the event runs well tonight. Uh, again, uh, LPW 20, Planet, Slamet, Janet. Uh, it's at the rec room, 7 o'clock. Am I correct on everything here? You betcha, my man. You nailed it. 7 p.m. bell time. Doors are at 6 o'clock at the Rec Room South Edmonton Common. Uh, Tickets are still available online. They're getting limited, but we do always save a few for the door as well, too. So if you're just coming out to the Rec Room for a couple of drinks or some appies or some bowling or whatever you want to get up to on your Friday night, come check us out. Like I said, I'm, I'm very, very confident in the product we put out there. I'm real confident that the environment that we put out there with LPW in the rec room is uh, unlike anything that you're going to find in Edmonton in the best of ways. It's wild, it's wacky, it's ridiculous in every positive sense of the word. Um, so come check it out, because like I said, I'm real confident if you come to one, uh, season tickets are on sale, and that's all I'm going to oh, say man. for 2024. <laughs> well, appreciate your time. Good luck with the uh, a card tonight, and uh who knows? You might get a text from me at about 
Quarter to seven, banging on the door. Well, I will see you there, my friend, and thank you very much for having me on. It's uh, very, very appreciated. All right. Thanks, Spencer. Take care, big guy. Thank you, Kevin. That's Spencer Love from Love Pro Wrestling uh, in the community for United Sport and Cycle, your home of hockey for over 95 years. Uh, It's going to be a zoo in there tonight. You never know. Friday night, we'll see what Big Baldy's up to. Maybe check it out. Uh, Top of the hour, we will check in with Luke Pierce from the Edmonton Oil Kings, the Kings in Medicine Hat, tonight to take on the Tigers back home uh, tomorrow for a home game against uh, Portland. So uh, we will check in with Luke coming up at 10 o'clock. First up, though, here is the Duke with a sports 1440 update.